Welcome to Unbound, a show where we talk about how to break free and live authentically. I'm your host and integrative healer, Crystal Lynn, and I help women to make their lives their medicine through integrative nutrition, emotional healing, and spiritual connection. If you're ready to break free of the chains that are holding you back, heal your pain, up-level your mindset, and become the best version of yourself, body, mind, and spirit, then stick around. I'm so grateful that you're here. You can't heal a body that you hate. I'm going to repeat that again. You can't heal a body that you hate, friends. And this is the topic of today's podcast is talking body. (laughs) And I feel really called to share a lot with you in this season about body image and healing your body image and navigating healing your body in general, whether you're healing from body image or chronic illness or both. um, It's a really complex journey. And so I think it deserves some time and a lot of different segments, (laughs) different parts and pieces to this conversation. And so today we are talking about talking body and that is the title of this episode. You may have been kind of like, yeah, like, oh, I don't know if this is what it's going to be, what I think it's about, but um, it's probably not what you think it's about, (laughs) Uh, but we will be getting more into embodying the self and confidence in all of those things, embracing yourself exactly where you're at. But today we are talking about talking about your body. And in terms of talk and body, I am coming from the perspective of how you talk about yourself and then how that translates into how you talk to other people and, um, you know, the mirror reflection of that and how we can best support ourselves and each other in our own self-confidence and body image and the connection that we have to other people in the way that we see them. So the first thing that comes to mind is how are you talking to yourself, right? How are you talking to yourself if you are somebody who has suffered from an eating disorder, body, poor body image, chronic illness, autoimmunity, or something else that makes you feel not comfortable in your skin, that makes you resent your body, for some reason, whether that be emotional trauma, sexual abuse, um, shame, guilt, body shaming, um, obesity. Maybe you have an illness that causes you to gain weight. Maybe you need to be on a medication that causes you to gain weight. Maybe you've tried everything to lose the weight and so the only person that you feel you can blame is yourself or your own body or your own genes, right? Even in situations where the way that we perceive ourselves or the way that we look is not our fault, we still find a way to blame ourselves because the subconscious wants to throw blame. And so there is a lot of different angles to come at this. And I want to be vocal that I'm going to be talking from the areas that I am most familiar with and have experience with, but these are not the only areas that you can have these issues coming up with or or stemming from. So I want to put that out there as kind of a a 
preface to this conversation is I'm talking from personal experience. I'm not projecting my personal experience onto you or neglecting to acknowledge yours. So your personal experience, you might have a different story, but a similar feeling or a similar narrative. And that is all I'm my intention is with this podcast is to bring awareness and to help you feel not so alone. Whatever got you to this place, if we can share the commonality of having been or currently being in this place, then I think that we can open up a lot of healing and conversation and community. So the first thing I want to say is the way that you talk to yourself matters. You can't heal a body that you hate. I have experienced a lot of this in terms of chronic illness and resenting my body for the journey that it's been on. When in reality, my body's done nothing but show up for me, right? So I think in autoimmunity, we navigate chronic illness, autoimmunity, anything like that, chronic pain, chronic fatigue, um, in my case, chronic Lyme and Hashimoto's and celiac, gut issues. We tend to have this deep resentment for our body because we feel like it's this life sentence of you're just always going to feel this way in your body. You're always going to be fighting your body. And I think that's just a shame that it is presented in that way because your body's not fighting against you. Your body wants to work with you and for you. Your body in autoimmunity and anything else is simply attacking a foreign invader that is in your system. It is attacking a pathogen that is attacking. Let's say you have a thyroid disease. We always like autoimmune thyroid, Hashimoto's or Graves. We always, oh, well, your body's attacking attacking your thyroid tissue. No, your body is attacking a pathogen that is attacking your thyroid tissue. It is doing its job. Your immune system is showing up for you and doing its job. But by the the narrative that we hear from um, just community in general and um, practitioners and, and different healing communities and just the word autoimmunity, your body attacking itself, when you hear that, you're like, body like why would you do that to me that's how I feel like I get chills when I think about that like my body rejecting rejecting me rejecting health that doesn't seem right because it's not right and it's not accurate what is accurate is that it's doing its job to protect you and unfortunately just so that we can make it more palatable and understand it better we say your body is attacking itself that is not the case when the body is in the the perfect environment internally and externally, it will thrive. It will heal itself. Your body wants to work for you, not against you. And so I had gone through a really big season of loathing my body, loathing my body first off in its appearance and going through an eating disorder and then loathing my body in terms of my autoimmunity and loathing myself because what I was told was that the stress of my eating disorder unleashed the genetic expression, which we like to call epigenetics, of autoimmunity. And so this created so much self-loathe and self-blame around the context of my, my present navigation through chronic illness that I blamed myself. There was only me to blame, right? Well, my body's attacking itself and it's because I had this eating disorder. So now it's just the shame cycle. It's like hate on top of hate on top of hate. And you can't heal a body that you hate. And so whether you are navigating the autoimmunity, the chronic illness, the eating disorder, the poor body image, the shame of being 
abused or being sexually assaulted, the shame of just not feeling good in your skin, the shame of being not being where you want to be in your weight or your appearance. The solution is not to continue to pile shame on shame. The solution is to break the shame cycle with love. We know that like attracts like. And so if you are continuing to shame yourself, you're going to attract more shame, more self-loathe. Loathe attracts loathe. And your words matter. I don't know if anybody has ever seen the video of um, the water molecules being shaped by the way it was spoken to. But if you watch that video on YouTube, I highly recommend doing that, or even um, a plant growth video. If you're watching certain plants grow and some receive words of affirmation and classical music and some receive words of hate, they grow differently. And so this is a prime example of your words matter. How much more with the divine intellectual intelligence of your body do your words matter? Like think about the epigenetic expression based on your thoughts or your words, right? Even if you're not saying it and you're thinking it, that's an energetic frequency that you are releasing into your system that is allowing your cells to express themselves in some way. And now I'm not saying that you'll never have pessimistic or thoughts of self-loathe. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that what matters in those moments is the way that you respond to those comments that you make to yourself or about yourself. And so the hallmark of being emotionally healthy is not necessarily the negation of a trigger. It is what you do with the trigger that determines how much you are growing. And so that is what I want to talk to you about today is how do you respond to yourself? How do you respond when you are in a group of people and you're playing the comparison game? Are you shaming yourself or are you acknowledging that you feel that that twinge of comparison coming in? And are you going to choose to give in to the comparison or are you going to acknowledge it and change your self-talk because we can have our self-esteem blown in literally three seconds or we can acknowledge that we feel triggered off that we're not feeling our best that we're not feeling our most confident self and we can dialogue our way out of that and that might mean taking a little bit of space for yourself and getting really quiet and acknowledging your journey Because a lot of times what happens is we are comparing our body, a body that has been through its own unique set of circumstances, to a body that has been through a completely different set of circumstances. And we do the same thing when we look at other people, right? Because how we treat other people is a projection of what we see within ourselves. So insecurity is going to attract insecurity and self-loathe is going to attract criticism and more self-loathe. And so we know that like attracts like, and and we have to pause and take that moment. How do I choose to perceive myself right now? How do I choose to speak to myself right now? How can I change the narrative to support my healing? And when you actually pause and you stop comparing and you acknowledge what your body has been through, you will appreciate exactly where it's at right now. Because even if it's not where you desire it to be, you still have that compassion. But the compassion comes from acknowledging every way that it's shown up for you, especially in terms of chronic illness or in eating disorders or any, like think about the magnitude to which your body has shown up for you, right? Let's say that you are struggling with an eating disorder you have in the past. Your body has continued to survive 
through starvation or through binging and purging or through obsessive thoughts about food or any other type of eating disorder, your body has sustained you through that. Your body is not abandoning you. It's not leaving you. It is thriving. Like I'm so passionate about this. I just keep getting the chills as I'm saying this. Like your body is for you. It wants to help you. And it is enduring things because it loves you. And our perception when we're in these places is that our body is just a mess and that we can't love it until it meets our standards. And oh my gosh, why isn't my body cooperating? It's not getting down to the shape that I want it to be. It doesn't look the way that I want it to be. Same thing with chronic illness. Our body is working so hard to survive chronic illness, autoimmunity, chronic inflammation. It's doing the best with what it's got. Your liver is working overtime, toxins. Your energy is doing the best it can to sustain you through chronic fatigue and chronic pain. Through gut health, it's still allowing you to have an appetite and to eat and digest your food, right? And I think sometimes when we get overwhelmed by our healing journey, we pause and we think, well, it's just not, you're not doing good enough. You're not doing good enough for me, body. I don't, I don't like you right now. And we talk so meanly. Why can't you just do this? Why can't you just cooperate? Why won't you just lose the extra five pounds? Why won't the fat around my belly button go away? Why won't my digestion clear up? Why won't my acne clear up? Why do I continue to wake up exhausted every day? Why? Right? And we ask ourselves these questions and It's so, so sad because your body's working so hard underneath of all of that because there's foreign invaders and whether those foreign invaders are toxins, whether they come from the environment, from the food that you're eating or from your thoughts or from the energy that you're surrounding yourself with, right? It doesn't have to just be, you know, things that are coming in from the outside. It can be external, but those toxins can also be generated internally and your thoughts matter, right? And so... What can you do to clear the interference when, it, when it's recognized? You have to acknowledge the interference and move past it in a healthy way. The interference can be your thoughts. The interference can be your nutrition. The interference can be your career, your passion, the way that you spend your time, your relationships, where you're living, your personal products, your cleaning supplies. So many different things. So many different things. And so we have to take note of the interference and acknowledge the body for how hard it's working for us. And when we do acknowledge how much our body works for us, then we start to appreciate it way more. We start to talk to it the way that it deserves to be talked to. And guess what? That love attracts love and healing is in the vibration of love. We cannot heal a body that we hate. We can only find healing through love. And so we have to love ourselves in order to heal. We have to love that our body showed up for us through the trial, through the illness, through the eating disorder, through the toxic relationship, through the abuse, through the you name it, you fill in the blank, through the weight gain, through the weight loss, through the depression, through the anxiety, through the fear, through the heartbreak, through the life transition, through the death in the family, through the freaking pandemic, (laughs) right? Think about all the interference, all of the stress that we've all been under. It's a lot. Your body continues to show up for you. 
It's amazing. It really is remarkable. We don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't give our bodies enough credit. And this is because we've disconnected the body and the mind. We have to find a way to repair that connection. And it starts with you acknowledging your own journey and owning it. Owning it, owning it, owning it. So when you're talking to yourself, when you're talking body, when you're talking about your body, talking to your body, we have to be really careful how we choose our words. And it's okay. I still have moments where I don't speak in the energy that I know will help heal my body, but I acknowledge that and I spend time responding the way that I need to respond. I get quiet. I acknowledge that I shouldn't have talked that way to my body and I, I repair it. I repair and I remove the interference and I acknowledge my journey And I remind myself that I'm so, so worthy and so, so beautiful and so deserving of love from me to me in those moments because of the journey that I've been on. And when I pause to do that and I flip the narrative, so much abundance comes in, so much gratitude comes in, but it wouldn't be that way unless I took the pause and flipped the narrative about how I was talking to myself. And so this is not something that switches on a dime, right? When, when clients come to me and they're like, I want to learn, I want to feel confident. I want to learn to love myself. I want to fully love who I am. This doesn't just flip on a dime. This doesn't flip when you lose the 10 pounds. This doesn't flip when you gain the 10 pounds. Like this flips when you decide that you're going to get quiet enough and acknowledge yourself enough and the journey that you've been on and stop comparing, stop comparing, stop comparing because nobody else has your journey. You know you best. You know you best and your body has shown up for you through the dialogues and through the stories. And if you continue to hear that drill sergeant in your head, then you need to do some work with your inner critic. And that is something that does take time. It's not going to flip on a dime and it's not going to happen without your intentional effort. And so the next time that you find yourself in a trigger, in a comparison cycle, in a shame cycle, I encourage you to pause and to acknowledge the ways that your body is showing up for you through this circumstance, through the journey that has been the past however many years, maybe your whole life, maybe the past two or three years have been really hard for you. Maybe you're navigating chronic illness. Maybe you're navigating emotional trauma. Maybe you're navigating poor body image, any of those things. Your body continues to show up for you. And so the truth is your body is not abandoning you. You are emotionally abandoning your body. I just want you to let that sink in for a moment. You are emotionally abandoning your body when you choose to not acknowledge it for what it's done. It's like if you spend your whole day cleaning the house and your partner gets home from work and they don't acknowledge what you did or you got a really awesome promotion at work and your family doesn't acknowledge what you did, there's no acknowledgement. So how does that make you feel? That makes you feel probably really, really bad about yourself. Like I don't feel good about myself right now because I wasn't acknowledged. And you can acknowledge yourself, but there is something relationally about acknowledging the other person. And so between you and your body, you have to give your body acknowledgement. You have to. Or else it's going to be sad. It's going to be in a low vibration. It's not going to heal. So 
Start acknowledging your body for the ways that it has and continues to show up for you through the various stories that it's been in. Stop comparing your stress level to somebody else's stress level and start embracing and embodying the stories that make you you because you're on this healing journey and the fastest route to healing is through awareness and through acknowledgement. So wherever you're at, whoever is hearing this, I want you to pause right now after this podcast and acknowledge the ways that your body has shown up for you. It's not simply physical trauma that has a say. It is the emotional trauma. The body keeps the score. It is the spiritual trauma. It is the familial trauma. It is the ancestral trauma. It is all of these things, all of the stories that your body is holding on to. And how can you release that? How can you let it go? What are you holding on to? What are you not acknowledging? What are you not forgiving? And just sit in that and just acknowledge it. Start acknowledging you. Start speaking kindly to yourself. And don't crucify yourself when you have moments that you don't. Choose in the moments where you know that you didn't speak to yourself in the way that you would have wished or speak about yourself in the way that you would have wished to pause and to go make right with your body. What do you do when you say something not very nice to somebody? You apologize to them, <laughs> right? Apologize to your body. I'm so sorry, body. I acknowledge you for the ways that you've shown up, you've shown up for me. This is really hard for me. This journey is really hard, but I'm acknowledging you for exactly where you're at right now. It is just like any other relationship between you and yourself, and we have to start treating it like that. We're going to continue this dialogue. We're going to continue this conversation. For now, I feel complete on this. This was a really intuitive, unscripted podcast. So um, I just appreciate you letting me let it flow. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this, please share it and tag me on Instagram at somasonder, S-O-M-A-S-O-N-D-E-R. If you resonated with it, let's have a conversation. DM me. Um, I'm taking new clients this month. We are working a lot on embodiment. I'm going to be planning an, you know, women's embodiment retreat soon. And, um, although that event will be the ladies, I have opened up my coaching to not only the ladies, but also the men. And so we have a lot of men joining our tribe, which is an awesome, awesome addition because we get some of that masculine energy and perspective on our calls. And it's been really enriching. And so if you are, a guy who has been following along on this podcast or on my Instagram, and you are interested in either one-on-one -on -one coaching or joining the group, getting some accountability and up-leveling your life, making your life your medicine, please reach out. And these body conversations are not just about the ladies. It's not. It's about the men too. It's about everybody. Everybody is going through their own journey and body shaming and negative self-talk is not exclusive to women. It is all across the board. It is all across the board. Whoever you are, I know that everybody navigates these self-loathing conversations. And so whoever you are, this is for you. Um, the retreat that I am running for the ladies has a special um, hyper-focus in on feminine energy, which is why we're going to keep it to the ladies. But this conversation is very much... Um, co-ed and I want to bring all of you into it and invite you whoever you are and um, however you're feeling right now to be a part of it and so let's dialogue through this together let's work together 
And um, I just love and appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of this community. And until the next time, much, much love to all of you and go make your life your medicine. Hey you, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, remember to take a screenshot and share it on IG and tag me at Soma Sonder. Leave a like and a review. It helps the show grow tremendously and builds our community. As always, the DMs are open and I'd love to connect and have a deeper conversation with you. Until next time, go live boundless, babe.